0: It's time to get inside the Giants huddle, huddle, up, huddle, up, huddle up. on Giants.com. Here we go. Here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there. Let's go. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Welcome to the newest edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast and the Giants Podcast Network presented by Investors Bank. Today's guest is Ian Rappaport from NFL Network. You can find them on Twitter at RapSheet, And of course, the free agent frenzy begins Sunday at 1 p.m. on NFL Network. Ian, thanks so much for being with us, man. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm good. I'm I'm bracing for what should be a pretty busy uh, week or so, but it's going to be a little fun, too.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. You're one of the busiest guys out there right now. Let's get right to it with the Giants. They put the franchise tag on Leonard Williams. What's the urgency, in your opinion, for them trying to get a long term deal done with him by the start of the league year, which would obviously help their salary cap situation?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think there is urgency Um, and, and, you know, these are tough deals to do because you're talking a lot of millions of dollars. And of course he's got the franchise tag more than $19 million. So the, the salary is going to be high. And a lot of times the franchise tag is sort of a benchmark for where you end up on a long-term deal. And, you know, I think a lot of times these deals you you tag a guy with Glenn Williams, you say, all right, we'll, we'll worry about it in July. Like it'll, we'll probably be fine, but worry about it in July because of the way the salary cap is now, that's not really reality. So you tag someone, uh, the, the cap hit comes immediately and then it gives you some work to do to kind of get under the cap or get in a good financial spot, whatever the team ends up being. I think for the giants, you know, they'd like it to be potentially, hopefully by Wednesday. Um, And when two sides want to do a deal and Leonard Williams wants to be with the Giants, the Giants want Leonard Williams. A lot of times, especially when you have a fairly good barometer for where the deal is going to come in because of the franchise tag, usually these deals can happen. Um, just a lot of work to make it happen as of right now.
0: And this is kind of an inside baseball thing. Do you know the status of, of the Williams grievance from last year, trying to get tagged as a defensive end Giants did it as a defensive tackle?
1: Uh, as of right now, I believe it is still pending. And, you know, so if there's no resolution, then, you know, you can do two things. You can have either side argue that, all right, my side is definitely going to win. Or you can have what really should happen. And what almost always happens is like, all right, like, let's just meet in the middle. And, you know, that's and so really all it does is for last year's salary and for this year's salary, too, because I assume whatever grievance was filed last year would, you know, would theoretically apply to this year. Um, you know, let's, let's meet in the middle. It maybe gives the two sides a little more to negotiate, uh, but I don't think it's anything that would stop a deal from happening.
0: How about Dalvin Tomlinson? He's the other big member of the Giants defense and defensive line that's hitting free agency. Obviously whether or not they can come to that contract extension with Williams will affect their ability to bring Tomlinson back, but how big of a priority is he for the Giants to keep in the fold here?
1: Yeah, it sounds like he is a priority. Now, I know he's going to be coveted. Um, And so, you know, if you're a team like the Giants, you draft well, uh, well enough where a mid-rounder becomes a really coveted free agent. um, You know, that's someone that's someone you'd like to you'd like to keep. Um, I think for Dalvin Tomlinson, the interesting thing for the Giants is not that he's a very good player, but he is a very good player. But that's not just it. He is also a leader. And. You rarely have leaders on the defensive line. It just, it just doesn't always happen that way. I don't know why, but usually your leaders are your linebackers, say, or your you know safety. A lot of times, the people who call the plays. Dalvin Tomlinson is a real leader. I mean, for me, like there's just not a lot like that. I mean, Vince Wilfork, when I covered the Patriots, was kind of like that, leading from the defensive line. But there's just not a lot of them. So his value is great on the free agent market. It might be greater with the Giants because of how he leads the team and how the players interact with him. Um, so, you know, he's important. I don't know if they'll be able to keep him, but he is very important in this
0: team. How feasible is it to be able to keep both Williams and Tomlinson from a cap perspective, Ian, but also from a roster construction standpoint with both those guys being interior defensive linemen.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a lot of resources toward one spot. Now, if I know Dave Gettleman, and I think I do, <laughs> um, few things he loves more than defensive linemen, maybe offensive linemen are the only other thing. So if there's one spot where I think you could o- over allocate or whatever, um, I think this could be it now cap wise, You can do it. I mean, that's not a big deal because, you know, whenever the Leonard Williams deal comes in, he's, it's going to drastically lower his cap hit this year, I actually give them more room as opposed to less room. So I think it's possible. Um, like everything else, I mean it's just going to be hard to make the puzzle pieces fit, but I think it's possible.
0: Giant fans get a New York Giants checking account from Investors Bank with the Giants brand of debit card, security features and discounts at the Giants online shop. You can earn up to 250 bucks when you open an account at investorsbank.com slash Giants member FDIC. We are recording this, by the way, on Thursday morning in case news breaks like Thursday at 10. This is why we haven't mentioned it. But the most recent thing, the Giants did, Ian, was they decided to let go of Kevin Zeitler. That's to try to get the cap in order, save some money under the cap. Anything else coming down the pike you think that could further assist the Giants in that endeavor?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, first of all, you know, this was an important one. And Zeitler was interesting because he actually played well, but and this is not, you know, it's not anyone's fault, but the way the cap is now, if you have a guard who plays pretty well, who you can release to save $10 million against the cap, I mean, it's almost like you have to. I mean, we're seeing it around the league. Um, Just guards who make good money are now out on the street. So it's just, there's a lot of those guys available. Um, But anyway, you know, the one I would sort of pay attention to is the Nate Solder discussions. He's obviously not coming back at that cap number. He seems to want to come back. He seems to like the Giants. Um, I know there's been some discussions about lowering his cap number or figuring out, you know, money wise, how they're going to do it. I would keep an eye on that. I'm not saying it's done, but again, like when two sides want something to happen, a lot of times it makes it happen. So that's that's kind of another one we'll, we'll be keeping our eye on. I think that's it really for the Giants.
0: You mentioned the offensive line market. Does that now make offensive line a priority for the Giants in free agency? Dave Gunderman talked in his presser last week, Ian. I'm sure you heard some of it. How young this group is, so I'm not sure you want to add another young piece. Could they find a veteran on the free agent market at a lower cost than what Zeitler would have been that can fill that sort of role?
1: Yeah, and that's actually – I mean, there's going to be a lot of those guys available. Just low, like very solid – low-priced offensive linemen. There's going to be a lot of very solid, low-priced everything in the free agency this year, but um, I, I mean, you, you can definitely find that guy. Now the Giants, I mean, they do seem to have some guards they, liked, they like uh, on their team, Lemieux in, um, in particular, I would say. Um, but yeah, I mean, getting some depth would, would certainly help and it is a perfect year to do it. It's also, and I know you know this, but it's also important to note the draft is coming up too. So, it's almost like we discuss what teams are going to look like, completely discounting that they could draft some you know, guard in the third round who could end up being better than all of them. And that's what you – know, free agency, you'd sort of like to make it so you can only draft for best player available. Um, but there's going to be some draft picks that are, in, are going to come in and knock some of these guys out.
0: You mentioned the draft. Only two wide receivers tagged, Ian, and it's another great wide receiver draft. Is that going to depress, you think, some of the offers that might be flying for some of these wide receivers on the free agent market, because teams think, ah, maybe we can find uh, the next, you know, DK Metcalf or AJ Brown or Debo Samuel in the second round, or even late first.
1: Yeah. And and I'm just not sure that there's a lot of great, great receivers available in free agency. I don't know if it's because of the great draft or what, but you know, the guys who are available, I mean, Kenny Galladay, who um, obviously an extremely talented receiver, but wasn't tagged by his own team. That's at least something teams are going to look into. It's, interesting very very good didn't play much last year but wasn't tagged by his own team that's I would say interesting then you have some some kind of different guys and you take your pick you know T.Y. Hilton has been really productive didn't play much last year is older Um, that's one you have Juju Smith-Schuster who really has flashed a ton of potential but has been a little up and down you know is he going to get the big long-term deal that he wants or is he going to get a really strong one-year deal to prove it I mean that's that's basically where we're at in the receiver market. So it's not that high end, but again, similar to where the guards and centers are um, really good value available for a team that's willing to wait just to beat. And I think from what I can tell with the giants, I know last year they splashed a little bit, but they seem to want to wait to more like Thursday, Friday, instead of Monday, Tuesday to get the really good values used to be, it used to be week two. Now it's like Thursday. Um, but that seems to be where the giants want to live at.
0: Yeah, final question. And you've kind of referenced this, Ian. I think you expect this market to be like it would normally, right? The top guy's are going to be gone first, first day, first two days. They'll be off the market. How much slower is the second and third wave going to be given the cap constraints? How long are teams going to be able to wait? Will guys be maybe even still sitting there in June and July? And specifically, after you speak generally, the edge rusher market is really deep. Are some of these guys that normally wouldn't be going to be left standing without a chair when the music stops?
1: yeah I mean, first of all, with the edge rushers, there does seem to be a lot of them, so uh, and and you know there's some there's some I would say very productive players, but there's a ton of really good mid upper mid-level free agent pass rushers, right? Guys like Romeo Aquir or Trey Hendrickson are going to get paid, but right under that, I think there's just a lot of really, really good players. Um, they can't all make money, especially in a year when the cap is really tight. so that's definitely something to watch, but I think you you really hit on it. We are going to get to like early April, right? And there's going to be some big names. We're still going to be out there and just being like, I deserve money. I'm not going until I get it. Kind of like Logan Ryan did last year where he said, I believe I know my value. I'm going to wait. And obviously for Logan, it you know could not have worked out better. That's the dream situation, right? Is you get to a place, you get a good salary, you get, you play really well. And then you earn the extension. That's what everybody wants. But you might see several players this year doing exactly the same thing because they're like, the money's not here right now. I'm just not going to rush to anything.
0: Ian, great stuff, my friend. Get back to the phone. Get back to breaking some news. We appreciate the time. All right. Thanks for having me, man. Take care. He's on Twitter, at Rapshi, again, the Free Agent Frenzy. Sunday, March 14th, 1 p.m. NFL Network. Check it out. That's been another episode of the Giants Settle Podcast on the Giants Podcast Network, presented by Investors Bank.